0: Peace to you in Jesus' name. Here in the season of Easter, now we see Jesus together. The Apostle Thomas had missed seeing Jesus risen from the grave alive. If Thomas had been able to get past his doubt, he probably could have seen Jesus' living spirit in the new emotions expressed by those who had seen Jesus. The excitement, the hope, the resurgence of life they felt was a powerful testimony to the resurrected Jesus. Thomas did get to see Jesus for himself, and so will we. But even now we can see Jesus in his living spirit, In what we share together. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him, all angels. Praise him, all hosts, king of the earth and all people, princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and maidens together, old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted, his majesty above earth and heaven. We pray for peace in our forgiven hearts. O oh God, our Father, by the cross of your Son, you reconciled the world to yourself. Enable us to live in peace and love and harmony. We thank and praise you for the forgiveness of sins and the precious gift of peace Help us to rejoice in our forgiveness. Bless us that we may forgive each other and be at peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. We pray, grant Almighty God, that we who have celebrated the mystery of the Lord's resurrection may now live in the light of your grace and love. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel is according to St. John, the 20th chapter, beginning at verse 19. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, Their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they're not forgiven. Now Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands, and put my finger where the nails were, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands? Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written, that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus rose from his grave alive, victorious and triumphant. The Son of the living God had won our salvation forever. I can imagine if only just one person had seen him alive. I doubt that we would have ever heard much about it. But when he appeared to 11 people together, suddenly there was a dramatic shift forward. Jesus had created a powerful bond for a group of people. These people could could now share new emotions, excitement, and eternal hope. Together, they now had a living faith to share. Jesus had given them so much to share together. Now his personality and his spirit and his character were not just a fading memory. Jesus spoke forgiveness to them. Now they had a reason to share that forgiveness with each other. Jesus had wished them peace. He had come back from the grave to wish them peace. He made them want to share that peace with each other. Jesus showed them his hands and his side. Together they looked with wonder at these warrior scars. Victory had been hard fought. Now, they really had something to talk about. Together they could celebrate what he had done. Jesus had sacrificed himself for them, and now he had returned alive in victory. They were overjoyed, they were ready when Jesus tells them that they should now share this. So, enthusiastically, they find Thomas and they tell him, We have seen the Lord. He's alive. Thomas had missed the appearance of Jesus. I wonder why, he was not there. Had he lost heart? Was he aimlessly wandering by himself? The choices we make take us on different journeys in different directions. Maybe now, more than ever before, it is easy to get isolated left to our own resources we can get defensive and we can get skeptical and this is kind of where they found Thomas defensively Thomas says to them unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe it. His hope had been wounded by what Thomas had been witnessing and what he had seen at Jesus' death. He had lost his hope. But now these eleven people who now spoke to him They had just found a greater faith than they ever had before. They had seen Jesus alive together. He had shown them what God can do. They had seen him, the one the Psalms describe, clothed with splendor, Clothed in majesty, wrapped in a robe of light. They had seen the one who had set the earth on its foundations in the beginning. And together now it was undeniable. They had seen him and he holds the victory in his right hand forever. Together their faith soared, and they could sing David's Psalm 24, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. But, well, Thomas, having not seen this, Thomas was still all alone, fighting his own battle. He speaks what at first could sound like a defiant test of God. But, you know, thinking about this, It really is just kind of a desperate and distant plea for God. For Thomas, the goodness of God feels so far away. It feels almost impossible to him. But some part of him still really wants to see Jesus alive and victorious. At this point, what is undeniable to Thomas was that something had definitely changed about these 11 people that he knew so well. Their excitement and hope was joyous. They had new energy and optimism, It might have been hard for Thomas to hang out with them. The others were feeling such excitement, he must have felt left out. But I think something was slowly changing in Thomas. Just by the feelings that he saw in his friends. So he was with them a week later. And suddenly there is Jesus. Having come through locked doors, there is Jesus standing among them, and he greets them in peace. Now, if you were alone, you might think it's a dream. But Thomas is together with other people who really wanted him to see this. Something is confirmed in the others around him. To me, it's kind of just like when we get to the part in our worship, when we stand together to Share the words of the Apostles' Creed, and you look around and stand up, and you're relieved that you're not the only one standing. We are empowered by other people next to us saying, Yes, God, you are here with us, and together we believe. Jesus is gracious and he is generous with Thomas. God understands. He understands the process of a growing faith and that it is a really delicate thing. Jesus will let Thomas touch him if that is what is needed to believe. Now God wants you to see and believe. Jesus could already see into the future. He sees the great work the Spirit will do here the work the Spirit will do to create faith in you and me. Thomas, Jesus said, you have seen me and so you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. To know our God strong and loving, powerful and compassionate. This is truly a gift. It is a gift that has been carried forward by all those who have lived their faith together. We create together a place for God to be living among us in all of his Beautiful mystery and living spirit. The things God has done are too big for any one person to carry alone. We carry and cherish them together. And maybe this is what Thomas had been feeling. The news that Jesus was alive again was dramatic, It means more than any one of us can know or understand. Our God has defeated death. This changes what life means. This changes what it means for us to be together. It changes the importance of what we share. When John wrote his gospel, he was thinking about all of this. He was thinking about all of us in the future. Each of us a little bit like Thomas. And the words that John writes are prophetic. Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of, dis- of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. So here we are, along with John, John, and Thomas, and all those together who have seen Jesus win us salvation and eternal life. Our God is among us and he is triumphant. May you be so blessed. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you. We worship you for Jesus' victory over sin and death. Bless us that we may see and believe by your Spirit. For Jesus lives for all time and eternity, that we may live together in his triumph. In Jesus' name, may we be so blessed. Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering. You can make your offering by sending it to our church by mail or by going through our website. Bless you. God be with you. Thank you. together we pray let us praise god in gladness and humility for all great and simple joys and for the weak things of the earth that have confounded the strong for the gift of wonder and the joy of discovery for the everlasting freshness of experience for the newness of life each day as we grow older Glory be to you, O Lord. For the goodness of friendship, for the traditions and customs of the home, for meals eaten together in fellowship, for all the sanctities of family life, for games and holidays in the open air, for books and pictures and all our small possessions, glory be to you, O Lord. For forest trees in spring, for fruit blossoms, for the smell of the earth after rain, for the green grass and the flowers, for cloud and sun, hills and mountain streams, for birds, for children, and the joys of innocence, for the satisfaction of work attempted and achieved, for the joy of harvest. Glory be to you, O Lord. For the happiness which is born of sympathy and sorrow, for the rapture of the lost soul, finding love again, for the joy of the angels of God over one sinner that repents, for comedy and laughter, For the gift of humor and glad hearts. For all the Lord's merry men and women who have consecrated mirth with the love of Christ. Glory be to you, O Lord. For all singers and musicians and all who work in form or color to increase the joy of life. For poets and craftsmen, for all who rejoice in their work and make things well. Glory be to you, O Lord. For all who have loved the unfortunate and carried their sorrows in their hearts. For all obscure and humble saints. For bold and caring men and women who have made life sweeter and gentler Glory be to you, O Lord. For the image of Christ in believers, their forbearance and generosity, their good temper, their courage, and their kindness. For the glory of God's shining and unsung lives. For families and the sacrifices we make for each other. Glory be to you, O Lord. And Lord, we ask your blessing for those who especially need your care. And we ask your blessing for those we name in our hearts before you. hear our prayer. Glory be to you, O Lord. Amen. We thank you that Jesus taught us to pray, Father. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. We pray, Lord, keep us in this holy faith and joy. Now, throughout our earthly life, and even to everlasting life, when all the faithful will be gathered in the marriage supper of the Lamb and His kingdom, which has no end. All honor and glory are yours, Almighty Father, both now and forever. Amen. Alleluia! Christ is risen! He is risen indeed! Alleluia! The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Alleluia! Christ is risen! He is risen indeed. Alleluia.